Welcome to this message by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Bishop Edwin Ogo is a seasoned minister of the Word of God whose messages on Christian living, church building, and the work of the ministry are a great inspiration to ministers all over the world. He pastors the Mackinac Cathedral in Oyibi, where he ministers powerfully in various services, transforming lives and raising zealous church workers. You will experience the transformational force and power of God's word as he ministers passionately to you today. Be blessed as you listen. Say 
to sing so please let's be on our feet it's your turn to have your concert hallelujah please give me the lyrics the chorus for he must increase Now he must increase 
Now the remaining days I can play. Ah, yeah. So this is what we live for. To be able to say that I've run the race. Listen, when you're a Christian, remember that we are on earth for some. The way I look at you, you do about 95 years. <laughs> but compared to eternity. Eternity is more than a thousand years. It's more than 10,000 years. It's more than a million years. Think about it. So compare your 95 years to a million years. Don't be deceived by looking for food and a house and a cow. Let your mind be on eternity. Aim to, to be able to say these words. I have run the race. I have finished my course. Hey, what a great thing it will be. Oh, yes. I've kept the faith. I didn't backslide. The people you gave me, they are inter. Jesus said, of all you gave me, none have I lost. That one day we'll be able to stand and say that. No. Can you imagine one day in your old age, being able to say that, I have run my race. I have kept the faith. I have finished my course. Lord, now I'm ready to go. I told you, I went to a funeral of an old lady. Her pastor said that three or four weeks ago, I came to visit her. She said that in the night, angels had come to be with her and sing with her. And she said that when the angels were going, she asked them that, Today too, are you going to leave me here? I'm tired of the earth. I want to go and be with my Lord. Wow. I've never seen a funeral so joyful. She said that this woman, what she wanted more than everything, what she lived for was to go and join her maker. She was 80 something or 90 something. Yeah. Said that, she said that, are you going to leave me here, angels? Are you leaving me here again today? I want to go and be with Jesus Christ. And I'm saying that, believe God that one day you will say this. You see, one day you'll be an old man sitting somewhere and you say that, my bread, my mother had an uncle like that. I said, my bread, my bread, yeah, he had been in the church, served God, played organ, done all that thing. At 92, he said, one day he told my mother, he said that, all my colleagues are gone. I also want to go and be with the Lord. May you one day be able to say that I have run my race. I have kept the faith. I have finished my course. It's a very important song. As you see, I was just dancing to it like that. So if you understood it, you would dance it well. But we don't have time to dance it again. Next time when they bring it, dance to it properly. Are you excited to be in church this morning? I'm not sure. The people at the back, they are not excited to be in church. Are you excited to be in church this morning? The people here are not excited to be challenged. Listen, we will never stop shouting in church. We will never stop dancing in church. We will never stop praising in church. We will never stop saying amen. We will never stop. We will never stop dancing. Never. I said never. So the earlier you get used to it, the better. Why will we never stop? Because it is commanded of God. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. There's nothing we are doing here that is, is, is a prescription in a textbook. Everything we do here is in the Bible. I said, are you excited to be in church? You, listen, you should have seen during the World Cup. You should have seen during the World Cup. Sheikhs who are millionaires. Billionaires. Smiling, clapping their hands at goals, jumping for joy. Then you are here. You are here. Some 20 Ghana in your pocket. It has made you too heavy to jump. 
some 50 Ghana in your momo has made you too heavy to move your body and to and to say some 150 cities in your bank account has made you too mature to praise the Lord to worship God what are you talking about oh wait 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 it's your four-wheel drive parked outside that's making you too noble to 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 I will ask my question again. Are you excited to be in church today? How many of you have enjoyed this week of dawn and evening outreaches with Operation Don't Think About It? How many of you believe that Operation Don't Think About It is changing your life? Listen, and let, let, let me give you a tip. When you are doing these things, eh, when we finish Operation Don't Think About It, begin to look out for miracles. I said, begin to look out for miracles. Buy a book and record your miracles in it. I said, buy a book and record your miracles in it. Look for the miracles because the Lord will visit you with miracles. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a given. Oh, yeah, it's a given. It's a given. It's a given. It's a given. Already we have been receiving testimonies of healing. Things are changing for people. And I'm telling you that the word of God is true. Matthew 6.33 tells us that as we seek his kingdom first and his righteousness, all other things are going to be added for us. Get ready for all other things this year. Get ready for the addition of all other things. Yeah. Well, this morning, I'm happy to announce to you that it's time for the word of God to come your way. Oh, yeah. I, I, I like your response. It looks like this side was louder than this side. Why do we like the word? Because the word transforms us. Because the word rebukes us. Because the word teaches us. Because the word instructs us. The word changes our lives. Every time we come and we hear the word change our life. And today I want to tell you that everybody will receive a specialized message for your life. Yeah. So as the word comes, watch out. Now I'm happy to announce you that not only is the word of God coming to you. The word of God is coming to you today in a special vessel. <laughs> It's coming to you in a special vessel. It's coming to you in a choice vessel. It's coming to you in a vessel that God himself has prepared, molded, shaped, shined, a proper quality, anointed vessel that is bringing the word of God to you. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are ready this morning, if you are excited this morning, I want you to clap your hands. I want you to make some noise. I want you to jump around. And welcome to this moment, the bishop. Edwin Morgan. Oh, go, come on. Make some noise, Shai Summers.
what a joy to have you in church this morning. um, Before we sit down, I want us to pray a prayer. We prayed this morning during the Flow Church service. It's still going on. I had to come out of it and be in church. But prophet led us to pray this morning. And uh, one of the prayers he prayed, I think it's good for us to pray from Romans 15 verse 30. There is something there I believe that we need the King James, please. Unless otherwise stated. Let's have King James. Unless otherwise stated. Verse 30. Now I beseech you, brethren, for the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm I'm happy to see a word here. For the Lord Jesus Christ. Sick. And for the love of the spirit. That you strive together with me. In your prayers to God for me. So can we have the New Living Translation. That version you were using before. Pray that I'll be rescued from Dear brothers and sisters I urge you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to join in my struggle by praying to God for me. Do this because of your love to me given to you by the Holy Spirit. So, every, you know, today we've experienced, clap your hands for the choir, the shepherds. And I want us to appreciate Inshi in particular, that boy behind the keyboard. Let's clap our hands for him. You you clap for him. Don't worry that the rest are insulting me. Just clap. You just do what I'm saying. Just clap. And finally clap for yourself.
God bless you. We want to pray. Appointed to people who love singing. And they've blessed us so beautifully here. Appointed to somebody who loves playing the keyboard. And he's played very well. Very, very. At a point, I actually thought that we were playing a loop. When I turned and I saw that it was actually live playing, I said, wow. Wow. This morning, you see the crowd gathered here because of chapel pastors who love what they are doing. Basenta leaders who love what they are doing. Let's appreciate them. But I want you, I I wish that you will listen to me. You can do these things and love these things. Love singing, love caring for the sheep. But there's a certain love, one love, that can be missing. Even though you are doing well on the stage, even though I'm preaching well, I can do it without a particular love. I may be preaching well because I love the word of God, which I do. I love to listen to preaching, which I do. I was, I've been soaking a message this morning. From there, I went to the float service. I've been listening to messages as I'm standing here. Already today. I love it. Now, but there is something, if you go back to the King James, there's something called the love of the spirit. We are going to pray for God to put in us. He has already put in us the love for church. You see, you are in church. Can you clap your hands for yourself? You love church. He has put in me the love to pastor, to preach. Clap your hands for what he's done. He has put in those beautiful girls the love and the nice guys the love for singing. Let's clap our hands for them. But there is yet a love that you and I need. And it's what? The love of the spirit. The love of spiritual things. The love that comes when you are spiritual. The love that God puts in you for things which are spiritual. And finally, the love God puts in you for the Holy Spirit. You know, you can have different nuances. But the thing is that the love of the Spirit. I want to pray because, you know, even, even this church, I've been in this church long enough to see talented and gifted people who we can't find today. We can't find them in the church. You know, because the platform on which we are standing to be in the church 
is the Holy Spirit. That's the platform. You must get it right. Now, I've seen people, bishops, reverends, singers, dancers, pastors, rise in this church, the same church. They've risen on the back of many things. Some have risen on the back of a good voice. Some have risen on the back of hard work. Some have risen on the platform of being able to organize things. I know people who organize. But I've seen people who have risen through other means. I've seen them come down. Because eventually, if you don't love the spirit, you'll come down. No matter how high you go, if you are not spiritual, you'll come down. Whether you are a bishop or you are a reverend, you are a whatever, I've seen it all. From ordinary church member to pastor, pastor of a big group, a big chapel, a big region, the pastor with the fastest growth of members, I've seen it all. They come down. Because the platform upon which we are functioning is not talents. It's not good looks. You can rise in this church through good looks. Yes. With smiles and being affable. But I'm telling you that, and there's nothing wrong with having smiles and having good looks. But eventually, if you don't have the spirit, you fall. Lift your hands and ask the Lord, put in me the love of the spirit. <laughs> Let me not just be around as a good singer as a good dancer, as a good pastor, as a good chapel pastor, as a good follow-up person. All these activities can be carried out without the spirit. Father, put in me the love. You see, please put your hand down. Let me tell you something. Bishop said something that it's hard to do something you don't love. Very hard. And it's true. All these people who are playing the keyboard and singing. They really love what they are. You can see it. They love the things they are doing. Dancing stars, they love what they are doing. It's difficult. And he gave the example of a wife he sat with. He said, I'm here and she's sitting here. She said that she has to drink alcohol, a wife, before she sleeps with her husband. She has to drink alcohol and, and go off. Because you don't want to be with somebody you don't love. That society expects you to be with. So a lot of our struggles in the church are because of the absence of the love of the spirit. You can love church. I also love church. But it's my love for the spirit that has kept me in church for 40 years since I got born again. 4-0. I know people who love church who can be found. So ultimately, it is the spirit 
that makes sense of whatever you are doing. It's the spirit. The love of the... I was so blessed this morning at the flow check service. Everybody must have the, your notification for the flow check turned on. 7 a.m. You are on. As you are coming to church, when you enter the church, you turn it on because it's on for 24 hours. So after church, me after church, I'm going to go back because the real message is preached this morning. I've not listened to it. I've not listened to it. And I have to listen to it. But see, once again, if you don't love the spirit, these things are total rubbish. Rubbish. It's a chore and a ball and a drudgery. So we want to lift your hands. Girls, let's clap our hands for the girls again. You have demonstrated your love for singing. But how about your love for the spirit? Because as they were standing there, I got to find that even some of them don't attend rehearsals well. As they are there. But the person can override irregularity with good singing. See, there's a way you can, you can compensate and make up for deficits. But eventually, the absence of the spirit in you will bring... As I've been here long enough. I was here before most of you came here. It will bring you down. Your good voice, see, we can't find you. Your good voice, see, you are following an allergy. We've seen it all. I can write a book about my experiences in the church. What I have seen personally as a Christian. Don't, so don't, don't, don't be around with the gift of the gab. Your ability to speak well. To sing well. To organize well. No. Everybody must believe God to have the spirit. Lift your hands and pray. That Father, put the love of the spirit put in the me. Love of the, spirit in the love of the spirit yes. in me. Yes, the love. I love to play drums. I'm on the bass guitar. But do I have love for the spirit? I love the bass guitar. But do I have love for the spirit? Because eventually, it is the love for the spirit that keeps you in the church. Lift your hands and pray. Thank you, Lord. We are on course. We are on course. I said we are on course. You can use energy. You can organize. You can get things done. But if you are not spiritual, I'm telling you, don't join a group you don't belong to. Because it will happen. Pray. Shabba I love church. But do I love that spirit? I love to be an epistle. But do you love the spirit? We are praying for the love of the spirit. The love of the spirit. Pray. Catalan, 
church well today we want to you know we have something very big ahead of us next week Sunday by this time you will not recognize this place by this time the state of this place will be unrecognizable there will be chaotic is a word there will be canopies down of his blood. on the terrace screens next week Sunday we are having one of the largest indoor crusades in Accra indoor you're going to see very soon. When you walk with God, once a while, are you related to the quarrels? Q-U-A-O. Once a while, if you are walking with God, once a while, you must rise up to do something very big for him. Something big for him. Very big for him. Why? Because he does big things for you. 
Unless you don't value the things he does for you. You know, to be sitting in church today is a very big thing. It's a big thing. You could easily not be in church. You could easily not want to be in church. The doors are open, but not everybody enters the church. Or you may want to be in church, but you are not, you're on admission. You're on admission. Big things. God has done big things. Do you know the cost of urinating? Why you don't urinate? Do you urinate? Yes. Yeah, do you know how much it costs to urinate? You don't know how much it costs? It's a lot of money. It's very expensive to urinate. It's the cost of dialysis. How much is here? How much is one round of dialysis? Six fifty Ghana cities. Yes. Let's say six hundred cities per session. Yeah. That's the cost of urinating. Each time you urinate, you must put six hundred Ghana cities down. Because some people, when they want to urinate, they go to the hospital to urinate there with a machine. And they pay 600 cities to urinate. God bless you. Beautiful. She has come to put an offering in the bag. Because, you see, as you see a wall, and you just go and stand in front of the wall, You don't know that some people can't do that. Six hundred Ghana. Yes. When you see a woman arranging herself to urinate. He's done a lot for you. I'm I'm preaching. And some of you, because you don't value me what I'm saying, God will let you need a machine to urinate. I mean, I like the lady. She came to put an offering into the bag. The bag was not even in front. She looked for the offering bag and put some wherever it is. I don't care. You see, when you want to do something, you you won't need an, an airport star to bring a bag to the front. No. All these are gimmicks. You really want to do it. If the bag is at the back, you put it because you understand what you are doing. So much. I can talk about the blessing of being able to see me. You see, I see you. Somebody can see me. You came to dance. I saw you dancing. Somebody wants to dance. He can't dance. Yeah. To be able to dance, he must have surgery in Germany 
and all the things to arrange the bones well before he can start dancing. That is, if the surgery will work. But you, you want to move, just do this. There's money. He's done so much for you. That is why we are going to celebrate God here next week. Oh, yes. We are going to big, do, you see, we are going to do something big for him. Yes. The money I have gathered to pay for buses. I've not handled it before as a pastor. It's worth burning money up for God. There's no amount of money you can give to God to pay for your soul. Because it says the entire world. Imagine one tall skyscraper. The thinnest skyscraper is in New York. Thinnest. One apartment is about $50 million. And imagine God says that all the buildings in the world cannot pay for your soul. The valley. There's no money to spend on God. That is useless. Wasted. Next week, we are going to have an indoor crusade. To say, I am expecting about 2,500 souls, converts. Because we are gathering over 15,000 here next week. I just got a report right now that somebody alone has organized 8,000 chairs. I said, Gabby, the bill. You are paying for 8,000 chairs. There's a mother who wants to come to church, but she's at the police station sorting her son out. And that's about the 18th time the son is in the police station. In fact, I know a mother, when they brought the news, they said he should be there. I, I, I was talking to her sister about two weeks ago. Her sister was arrested for some things. And then the lady said, when they brought the news, she said, you know, let's sleep. In the morning we'll go. She should be there. She should be there. A, a, a girl. Once a while, we must do something big for God. You do, 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 do. And then once a while, you do big. And at that time, when that season comes, which is the season now, to do something big for God. Even if you have never done some of this before, you must join to do that thing. Because as we are here, there are people who every Sunday, they bus people to church. They bus souls. They are here. They bus members to church. Some of you have never done that before. Never. So, 
in that sense, you are barren. Barren, so to speak. But there is a time, a season where even the barren can give birth. In fact, Isaiah 54 says, the barren can give birth to more children than the one who already gives birth to children. Isaiah 54 verse 1. If if you can sit down. Sing, O barren. Thou that does not bear. Many of you have never borne any fruit before. But today you will sing a song. And next week you will join those who sing that I've done something for God for once. Sing, O barren. She is fruitful. This one is fruitful. I saw one. Yeah, this one. Very fruitful. She has has many children. But the Bible says that Break forth into singing and cry aloud. Thou that does not travail with child, that you've not been to labor before, you've not done follow-up, you've not done outreach, you've never brought a soul to church. Because all these things are labor pains. Some of you here have never been in labor before. Never since you were born. Laboring the Galatians 419 labor for Jesus to be born in someone. You've never done some before. But there is a time, I said there is a time God says that break forth into singing. Put up my verse. Thou that does not travail with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife, says Jehovah. The one who has never given birth before. I'm preaching already. Some of you have never brought a soul to church before. Next week Sunday, you are going to do more than a basenta leader who has been on the job for two years. Say more. So there are times that God gives everyone the opportunity. Everyone. On a normal day, there are some sisters here who sing in the choir. They are working on the stage. They sing, they bless us. But they have never, ever even brought a soul before. But they contribute to the church through singing. Through dancing. There are dancing stars who haven't brought any soul to church before. In fact, some of them are even struggling to bring themselves to church. Let alone bring somebody to church. Is there anybody here who has not brought a soul to church before? Like, what, that, that, is there anyone here like that since you were born? Let me see your hand. You are adding lies to your sins also. Yes, yeah, someone has raised their hand. But God is going to give everyone the opportunity. To give birth. Next Sunday, you must give birth. Ah, that reminds me. I must pay for about five buses myself. So maybe I must join anybody busing people from a school who needs about ten buses. I'm, I'm paying for five. So you can see me after church. I'll join school, children, 
schools, uh, students, pupils. I always forget. So, so it's what they do in school. That money I will pay, I, 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 it's money I need to solve problems. But there are some times in your life, you have money, but you can't find a solution. Because money can't solve every problem. So look at this too. What do you do? What should the barren do? He says, enlarge the place of thy tent. So next week Sunday, we are enlarging the place of our tent. And let them stretch forth the curtains of their habitations. This is our habitation. Those days, they lived in tents. And the cloth was the tent. Was the, was the, was the curtain. And they stretched the cloth. That's why next week, we are stretching the cloth to the back. To the, no cow park here. I've seen some fourth hand car be there. Fourth hand. Remove it and throw it somewhere It's very possible the person doesn't do so winning. That's why he's driving that car. You stay here a little. You see brand new Mercedes Benz come here. You see little girls wearing sunglasses in Mercedes Benz. Next, we believe God to throw away that rickety car of yours and sit on a bus with souls. I said for once, next week, leave your house. Take Uber. Or, I know you are a rich woman. You are not going to prove. I said, believe God to enter church next week, sitting on a bus. Try it. Try to come to church on a bus. Enlarge the place of thy tent. Let them stretch forth the curtains of thy habitation. Spare not. Aha. Owner, spare not. There are certain times you don't spare. You don't spare any money. The transportation bill alone for this swollen Sunday must be inching towards 200,000 cities. Spare not. Spare not because one kidney can cost you 500,000. Spare not. Lengthen thy courts and strengthen thy stakes, thy pegs. Katakuta kataka. I mean, like, enlarge everything you use in, that, in your own normal tent. Enlarge it. If it's the ropes, buy more ropes. If it's the cloth, buy more cloth. Enlarge the place. Not just the tent, but the place of thy tent. Look for more land and pour more people there. Next week, we are going to have more speakers. We need money to have speakers. More sound and screens and canopies. Spare not. 
There is no money we can put down for God that is wasted. And I'm very happy. It's sad news. It's sad. They say if the mad woman there is not your mother, everything she's doing is funny. But if it's your mother, you won't laugh. That's why I was surprised to see somebody smiling when things were just going haywire. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. That somebody would smile. Spare not. I'm happy, even though it's not good news. That as we sit here, people can't find their pension. I'm happy. It may even be me. I'm happy. People who have invested money, huge sums of money, their inheritance, they've bought bonds and things and some, I mean, expecting things. I'm happy that by, by, by a certain type of, I don't want to speak on the microphone. It's wiped out. It's wiped out. So that you will have the wisdom to know that the words of Jesus are true. That lay not up treasures on earth where moth and rust that corrupts. It was only 30 years when he was speaking these words. That must be God. It was only 30 years. Each time you read the words of Jesus, think of a 30-year-old boy, not an 80-year-old man. Some things you are, you, you, are, you are stacking up for your future and for your life, some calculations, it go who you, that the, the things you are calculating will just disappear. I'm happy. So that when you have money and you are putting the money into the church, you will not grumble because you already have an experience. Of how wicked the world is. There are people as I'm speaking. There are money. I mean, the bank itself has disappeared. No, I'm not talking about this current nonsense in the system. I'm talking about earlier experiences. You put your money, like normal savings. I've got 1,500 CDs in the bank. And the bank is closed. You don't know who to call. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Yeah. We can't find the bank manager. I mean, there's no, the doors are locked. As I'm speaking, there are people here like that whose money is in a bank. Yes. And it's good. So that you will learn that the words of Jesus are always true. back Isaiah 54. I'm preaching. There's no message coming from anywhere. This is it. We are preparing ourselves. Enlarge the place of thy tent. Let them stretch forth the curtains. Spare not. Lengthen thy cords. Strengthen thy sticks. Verse 3. For thou, the barren, shalt break forth on the right hand and on the left. And thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles. 
Hadakata, Monika, and make the desolate cities the inhabitants. This church is going to be filled again. You know, we filled the church and COVID came to wipe it out. This church is going to be filled again. The desolate places will be filled again. Proverbs 27. New American Standard Bible. Proverbs 27. Verse 25. When the grass disappears. We had members who the church were not even sitting like this. We were packed. We had members. But COVID came to wipe the church out. It was not just your business or your uncle who died or your sister who died. It's very sad. Kafra. Yeah, but the church also was wiped out. The church. The grass we planted disappeared. But the Bible says when the grass disappears, the new growth is seen. From next week, you will see new faces here. New singers here. New brothers here. New girls here. New Christians here. New instrumentalists here. New video guys here. You will see new dancers new choruses when the grass disappears the new growth is seen and how is the new growth seen the herbs of the mountains are gathered in today after church we are going back to our constituencies to continue the week long in gathering in gathering can you clap your hands okay that the grass disappeared but a new growth is going to be seen when the grass disappears and you see as we do it for the church you are going to learn in a few minutes that this church you must fear it if you will sit down I can see I'm saying that in about seven minutes you are going to learn to fear the church you see the ceiling the lights this, this building, ha, you are going to learn soon that a lot of the things in your life, a lot of things in your life depend on this church, this building. There are events in your life that will never happen when certain things have not been done in the house of God. It's not a small thing that God linked your life to the church. You're not just attending church. The people who are online, I know somebody who should be in church this morning. She has sent me a text that she can't come to church. And you are watching me online. Your mouth. And she won't give offerings also. But today, I'm going to check the Momo numbers. To see your name. You. I know you. You are, you are watching me. I can also see you. I see you. What you don't know is that. The church. Eh, 
I'm telling you. It's linked. Many of you have not noticed that the church is linked to your life. So one day our president went to America. And he went to report. You know, like children who go to report their brothers to their mother. Mommy, uh, Kwame was doing this. When our president went to America and he went to report Burkina Faso. <laughs> that they are they are they are mercenaries there. Hey, the people were bored. They were very bored. <laughs> yeah. But it's good he went to report. <laughs> because it's not enough oh, that your country is safe. What happens next door to your house it has implications somebody's next door house can burn and include your, your house. Yes. Yes. So he went to report. You may not know that your life is connected to the church. But certain things are not happening in your life because you are not making them happen in the house of God. And one of the reasons is that you are not spiritual enough to discern the times we are in. When the grass disappears, the new growth is seen. I am announcing prophetically that the new growth will be seen. You will see new singers on the stage. Somebody's beloved is now about to appear in the church. Somebody's driver is going to appear in the church. So today, I want to give you five reasons why you must join the Swollen Sunday effort. Hello? Yeah. I'm looking for him. Five reasons. Why you must join the Swollen Sunday next week. What we are doing. That, 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 that it is sad. It's sad. That you are in a church. The church is doing something. And you are so detached as if it doesn't concern you. Your life is going on normally. Normal. Normal. But woe unto them who say peace, peace. We are not fools, oh. Watch us carefully. We are not fools. Neither are we doing this because we, we don't have anything to do with our lives. I'm just throwing this coin in. We are not fools. Don't be too quick to think that you are busy, but we are not busy. You have something to do with your life. When the grass disappears, the new growth is seen and the herbs of the mountains are gathered in. The first reason why you must join 
Every member is bringing a bus. Some are bringing two buses. I'm paying for five. Everybody is getting involved. But you watch it. Some people will not get involved. Because they are meant to be destroyed. Nothing can stop their destruction. Which is, which is the first point. <laughs> the first reason why you must join is that the privilege to join in the effort to build the church is your deliverance from hurts, harm, and evil. The privilege to join in any effort, any effort to build the church is your deliverance. From harm. Today I'm linking the church's life to your life. Maybe it's not okay to you. That the disconnection you think exists between the church's life and your life is only imagined. It's only in your imagination. It's an illusion that is going to lead to disillusionment. I want to show you that your life is connected to the building of the church. Online, listen to me. Somebody online, you must send a message on Messenger for the administrator to contact us. Leave your number because you, are, you want to sponsor four buses. Somebody wants to sponsor three buses. You can even put a number. Put the testimony number on it because somebody has it. If you want to contribute to the basin, that number, write it down and send a text that your name is Aishitu Mariama. You want to contribute money for one bus. Two buses online. I'm, I, am, I am, pro, I'm showing you that your life is not as detached from the church as you think. There's a link. And I'm praying that you don't experience it through pain. That the privilege to join in the effort to build the church is your deliverance from hurts. Harm and evil. I beg you to listen to me. Because a day will come you would want to listen to me. When we build the church, it's our escape from things that are looking for us. Everybody sitting here, there are things looking for you. If it's not you, they are looking for your son in the school home. I saw in the news last night a teacher, I don't know whether she has been arrested or whatever but 
as the parents are in the house, he is helping a small boy in the school to transition from a boy to a girl. And he has started by encouraging the boy to use the girl's bathroom. Girls, what do you call it? Toilet. Washroom. So you are in the house preparing snacks for your fee. It's just a matter of three, four years. He will come to you and say, he's a girl. And you want, oh, how? But we just went to Las Palmas for holidays and came. No, it's been four years coming. You think I'm the only one things are looking for? They are looking for you too. But what does God use? He uses the church. He uses the building. Not just the church, but the building of the church. One day Christ was there and somebody brought a man to him. And I can't believe it. That the introduction wasn't that, oh, this man is a chief executive or is the MP of the area. They said, he said, this man, whatever he's asking for, he deserves the answer because he has built a synagogue for us. I mean, the building of the synagogue is the platform on which Jesus was supposed to meet the person's need. A day will come, being a bank manager will not help you. Being a, a politician will not help you. Being the president of an African country will not help you. Being the sister of the wife of the president's wife will not help you. I'm saying to you today that a day comes that synagogue you've built will be the platform on which God will work his works in your life. They came to Jesus and they besought him instantly saying that he was worthy for whom he should do this. This man I'm bringing to you, he deserves what he is coming to ask. Which means that some people don't deserve. Not every prayer you pray will be answered because a lot of the things you are asking God to do, you don't deserve it because you are a wicked person. You are a wicked person. He said, for he loveth our nation and he hath built us a synagogue. So Jesus, on the platform of the church he has built answer his prayers and Jesus did it he did it your child who is sick your daughter who is out of order your son who is being groomed to become a girl some of you have things you can't control and you are praying you are praying to God. He ain't no fool. Even you, are you a fool? I'm asking in English. Even you, you, are you a fool? Why do you then think that God is a fool? Even you, you're not a fool. He ain't no fool. A lot of your prayers will end. saying something. God ain't no fool. He ain't no fool. I said, when you build a church, 
that thing you are doing is what can prevent a certain evil that wants to enter your life. That wants to spoil you. Yes. As you are here with your wedding ring, you don't know that a girl around has already noticed you. I'm coming down. Normally we start from up and we come down. You are here with your ring. Your wife has just delivered. Beautiful baby, you heard your testimony. What you don't know is that there's a girl in this area. You cannot hear and it will be two years. Not now. It will be two years you will discover. Ah, I'm liking this girl in a way I don't like. And it's all because you were available for that relationship to blossom. Because anything you allow grows. But that girl may need to live for 500 years before she gets into your life. You are too busy building a synagogue that you ain't got no time for no romantic rendezvous. You ain't got no time. And the day she finally gets to you, you realize that you are too anointed in building of the house of God to, to, to deplete that anointing on one trust, trust, trust. Do you know what a trust is? T-R-Y-S-T, a trust. The people there are not very normal, so you can't find what they want to do. I've told you. I would like you to look at it at rest. You t- so you thought I'm the only one people are looking for? They are looking for you. If it's not you, it's your children. Kai, wake up. Wake up. Nehemiah was building. New Living Translation. Nehemiah chapter 6 verse 2. Nehemiah 6 verse 2. I'm, I'm relaxed. So you two should relax. So Sanballat and Geshem sent a message asking me to meet them at one of the villages in the plain of Ono. But I realized that they were plotting to harm me. Not every friend who calls you has good intentions for you. A lot of the calls, your friend calling you, your old students association calling you, a boy calling you, family members calling you. There is a family festival. There is a family, whatever, whatever, all these things. Not, you see, when you respond to a call, you have affected your life negatively or positively. Every call you respond to changes your life. Either negatively or positively. Every call. There's nothing like a neutral impact on a call. Because even by responding to the call, you have changed your physical location. Justice, come. 
come. I called him. Apart from the fact that on the way, he could have found money. He could have put his foot in a trap. Apart from everything, he has changed location. He was sitting, but he's standing. He was over there by his ear. A call, your friend calling you tomorrow afternoon, this evening, your neighbor's calling, any call you respond to affects you. You can go back. So, Sambalat and Tobiah and Geshem, they called your friend is saying, no. Nehemiah, there are things calling you. Some of you are going to receive a call to go on a journey and die on the journey. Because you wouldn't join the church. You see, as we are here, we have things to do. Yeah. But people who don't have much to do will have a reason every Sunday to do something. And sometimes they want to rope you in. Christ was preaching in the church. And an usher came to tell him that your mother and your brothers and your sisters are outside. They are calling you out. And he said, I won't leave what I'm doing. But if you are not engaged, if you are not building, if you are not occupied, you can be, co- you can be collected easily. You think we don't have relatives who have died? So only your father has died. I can give you two reasons why I shouldn't be here this morning on Sunday. But one of the things God does is that even when you don't have a prophetic word, you don't have word of knowledge, you don't have insight, you don't have word of wisdom, he has arranged that the church itself and the work in the church should be enough to keep you from trouble. No vision and dream. You saw yourself in a car and the car was green and the following day they brought a green car that we are going to Adedome. It's when you are not engaged that you allow things to call you. Yes. And when you send me a text, you are going, a Christian like me, I should tell you not to go. Go. I will bless your journey. Do you know invitations I could respond to this Sunday morning? The pastors who would want to have me in their church service preaching to their members. But the church, we have an anchor that keeps us up. But you don't want to hold on to the anchor. I should tell you not to travel. Ah, but do I feed you? I was going to America. In fact, I was on a plane about to land at Kotoka. When the Lord spoke to me, that you are not leaving your 30 members at Matayeko to go. No one advised me. I had already informed Bishop Dagwood Mills. 
That I think was Reverend Doug. I had informed him that I'm, I'm moving. And I wasn't the only one. I cannot spare a moment to think of what my life would have been if I had responded to that journey. Some things want to kill us. And God puts you in a church. A church with basantes, basantes, chapels, souls, convicts. For what? For what? God doesn't need you. God doesn't need you to build no basenta. Did you know the real conversions of our lives, they are between us and God? He doesn't need you. If he uses a check like he used a material check to keep me in Ghana, it's for me. It's for me. It's not like, like he has got dollars in America and he's afraid that I'm going to earn more and re- reduce his number of dollars in America. No, it's for my sake. And he says that they thought there's mischief waiting for you. Not every call must be responded to. That's why the deeper you get into the things of God, the more the things of God guide you. They guide you. You've seen this girl. You don't like a girl whose hair is like Indira Gandhi. You have already, all, always admired Indira Gandhi since your infancy. Now you suddenly met a girl whose hair is like Indira Gandhi. That's a girl I want to marry. She's in church. But when you talk to her one or two, notice, no, this girl, she doesn't like missions. She says her father has built a factory for her. So she will be in Ghana. So I like her. I like Indira. But for the mission, I, my life is missions. So because of the mission, I said, no, you know something? I'm going for Stephanie. Not knowing that you are a mommy water spirit in the church. I never have a vision. I never have had a dream. No prophetic word. No word of knowledge. No signs and wonders. But the church work itself I'm doing has guided me away from a mommy water in the Ragandi. I beg you. Clap your hands. I beg you. Allow the building of the church to redefine your life. Allow it. To redefine your friendships. The building of the church, one of the things it does is that it brings you closer to spiritual authority. And that authority becomes an extension of God's rule in your life. They taught to do mischief. Verse 3, New Living Translation, verse 3. So I replied by sending this message to them. I am engaged in a great work so I can't come. You know, somebody would have said, I've seen a vision that you people want to harm me so I can't come. I've had a word of knowledge. My prophet has told me that I shouldn't travel this week. No! I said, where visions fail, where there's no prophetic word, where there's no word of knowledge, 
the work of God itself can guide you to marry a woman, can guide you to marry a man, can guide you to stay in a place, can guide you to buy or not to buy. The work of God. I'm doing a great work. Some of us have no access to no personal profit. We don't have it. So we wake up in the, in the morning. Even if you want to quarrel with your wife, because of the preaching you are going to preach, you ignore. Not doing that, ignoring that quarrel will save your marriage because if it wasn't for preaching, you'd have responded appropriately to that provocation. And who knows what would have happened in that. God has positioned his work in your life as your prophet, as your teacher, as your guide, and as your deliverance from the evils that are plaguing mankind. His work, his work, his work is your deliverance from harm and hurts. There's a girl I'm talking to. When I do this, I think of a girl. It's a girl I'm talking to. Get involved in the church work before you break your heart into pieces. This is Bishop Edwin Ago preaching. Stay tuned. Do you sense an urgency to pray? Is there a burden to wage war spiritually through intense intercession? Then join the online army on the Church in Your House Facebook page this and every Saturday at 4 a.m. Remember, the Facebook address is The Church in Your House with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. This and every Saturday dawn at 4 a.m. Every knee will bow to the power of prayer. should you get involved? We are having a swollen Sunday. We are bringing 15,000 people here. Why? Why should you get involved? Why? You must get involved because every member has something to contribute the church. That is God's economy. That is God's economy. The economy of God's kingdom is that the church is not built with only contributions from certain people. Everybody, Ephesians 4, 16, Kim Jays. From whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted 
By what? Not by the Holy Spirit. Not by preaching. By that which every joint supplies. Say every joint. According to the effectual working in the measure of every part, naked increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. I wish you had the God's Word translation. But you give me the New Living translation, whatever you have. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow. So that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. Listen to me, my dear. This body, this body, when we are doing something, you should be very careful when you withdraw yourself because nothing we do will work until your contribution arrives. That is God's economy. Everybody contributes. In the book of Acts, when there was a need to take care of some whatever, everybody contributed. Some sold their houses. Some sold their lands. Some brought money. The contributions may not be of equal magnitude and equal weight. But everybody contributes. That is what God has ordained. Maybe some of you are here today for the first time. That's fine. But if you, are, if you count yourself as a member of this church, you will be hurting yourself by folding your hands. If some of you have been in this church, you have folded your hands, even literally folded your hands. As we have done, we have, we have overspent ourselves to build the church. But you pay for it. Oh yes, you will pay for it. That aside, next Sunday's work, join it. Join it. Let's forget about your past wickedness and join because every joint must supply. But what you don't understand. That when God is building, he needs you. What will happen next Sunday? God has already planned it. And he has planned it with your contribution. I mean you. You. You just want the beard. Yes, please stand up. You, yes. Are you, today's your first time. You are new. You've been coming to this church. Are you busing next week? Are you bringing anybody next week? How many buses? One bus. Fine. That's fine. 
Are you a member of the church? Today's your first time. Welcome. Are you a member of the church? You are a member of the church? Are you planning to bring anybody? How many people are you bringing next week? 15 or 50? 1 5. 1 5. It's up to you. It's up to you. The Bible says that time and chance happeneth to all. Ecclesiastes 9, verse 11. Some of you are sitting there. I I can't even see your face. You're not concerned. And you want me to run after you? When your problem comes, I will stretch my hand wherever you are and say a prayer. Wow. No, 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 no. No. Make your choices. Make your choices. Decide to rubbish the church. Decide to rubbish whatever. The economy is hard. You are spending 100,000 on transportation to take pictures. Say what you want to say. That's what Nehemiah told them. Nehemiah 220. Uh, is, it, is it 220? I don't think so. So the God of heaven. He will prosper us. He will prosper us. You are telling me you bring 15. It's always on your mind. Some of you may not even come here next week Sunday. But you watch. Look, he said, the God of heaven, he will prosper us. Therefore, we, his servants, will arise and build. We will build. Oh, we are fools. We are fools for Christ. We'll build. How many of you will arise and build with us next week? That massive in gathering. Is there anybody here? Are there any fools here? How many fools are in the system? Is there any fool here? I need some fools to raise your hands. Yes. But he added. He added. That you have no portion. You have no right. There's a blessing coming up in, in the church. A blessing on church members. No, no church members. Church members' children. Their education. Their moral lives. Not you. You finish your life. But there's a blessing coming upon the children of church members. But you. You. You have no portion. You have no portion. Nothing less than four lady pastors sitting in front here this year that children scored above five ones in BC. I can count them. Minimum. I've seen seven. I've received seven ones, eight ones, five ones. Oh, no, it's, it's, I think four. The lowest I've seen is four ones. But you, not this one, not this one, not this one, not this one, but as for you, you have no portion. Some people's houses will be delivered from evil. But you have no portion. And you have no rights. What is right? Right is your right to demand from God. Yes, your right. Your right. Like Peter put, what's her name? What's the woman's name? Rhoda? Uh, Dorcas. 
He put all kinds of things he has sown. He put them there. He said, Lord, look at it. Answer. That's all right. You can go to God. And on the, uh, by even the man who built the synagogue, he said he deserves, these are all English words, but the real meaning is that he has a right to ask for some things. Some of you will have no rights because you are a wicked person. Ask yourself, as you are sitting there, what contribution you are making to the life of the church? All your life is on your two, two boys. Congratulations. Good luck. I said to you, good luck. All the best. Continue your life. I should stop preaching. Eh? It's too... Sunday morning, we should be relaxed in the church. What's all this verses and so on? What's all this? Are you too worked up? What, what's, what's your problem? Why? Why? We left our houses. We've come to church. We should have sing songs of praise to lift up our spirits. What's all this? Even the sun is not out. Look at how you are sweating. Who are you fighting with? Who are you fighting with? Good luck. I said good luck. But you, you have no right. I've lived long enough to see things happening in the church. And there are people in the church who are like islands that nothing happening affects them. You have no portion. You have no right. You have no right. Today I'm here. Tomorrow I'm going to Kweu. Tomorrow I'm going to Adedome. The day I'm going, I've been invited to give a, a seminar in, in Iceland. And I'm going here. My cousins have come from, from, from America. Um, please give me more examples. Speak more. My cousins have come from, from America. My bosses have come and helped with his engagement. Yes. My former girlfriend's wife. Uh, 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 what do you call it? Brother's wife. My former girlfriend's brother's wife. They are having his daughter's engagement. And, and, and we are all good. My sister, my, my sister just gave birth. My sister gave birth this morning. This morning, my sister gave birth. When in the church, I have gone to visit somebody who gave birth at 4 a.m. And I got the news at six something. I went to the hospital. She had gone to Legon to write an exam. With the blood, the blood coming out of her. She has one pad. She has gone to write exam. She has gone what? Pad. I shouldn't say it. So I shouldn't say it. I'm, I'm saying it with, with, with all the picturesque imaginations. A baby is delivered at 4 a.m. I've seen it all with my life. So when you bring such things up, I only say in my head, 
that you are a wicked person. Go. Go. I shouldn't preach like this, you see. The word right means prosperity. Access to money. And prosperity is not just money. Hello? You can have money, but your son is on drugs. I say that it's because you are not properly involved in that. I'm preaching a good message. That's why you t- today you are there. Tomorrow you are there. And you just come around as, as if you are a member. But your heart is not here. How much have you contributed to the church as we have here now? Wicked woman. Wicked woman. You have no right. You have no portion. Those of you who are fools, remain fools for Christ. Paul said, I am a fool for Christ. Those of you who are wise, continue to be wise. Every joint, next week, the picture for next week has already been released. Yes, and your one bus is part of the picture. Make sure you bring that one bus. Otherwise, you have no portion, no rights, and no memorial. We will not remember you. The day you die, you are forgotten. Number three, we got to close. Number three, tell them, just relax. The man is relaxed. Number three, Why should you get involved? Because you get to enjoy the blessings God has pronounced on those who bring souls to build this house. Yes. You get to enjoy the blessing of fulfilled expectations. Put it that way. You get to enjoy the blessing of what? Of what? Of what? Fulfilled expectations. Which God has pronounced on those who build his house. There is something called expect. It's just five points, so don't get tired soon. There's something called expectations. You see, like your three months pregnancy, we are expecting that in six months' time, you will deliver a baby. She come out of you. But in two months' time, you may start bleeding. So our expectation two months ago has been cut off. Say expectations. You expect. Like you when you put a grain of corn in the ground. What do you expect? Cassava? You expect grass. What do you expect? It's corn that should grow. You plug. You send your son to a school. What do you expect? You graduate. That's not any normal. Is your son not in school? But I can give you, I've lived long enough to tell you that some parents, what they were expecting, did not happen. 
can spend a private time with you if you are interested to tell you somebody who took his child to the university. It is, even midterm did not come. By midterm, the girl was pregnant. First year, first semester. I've lived long enough. He paid the fee that in four years' time, we are going for graduation. We have done law. One month. I was at the outdoor. I named the baby. No, I'm, I'm not joking. I named the baby. Thankfully, she did some online program and is doing well. I'm saying that not everything you expect happens. But there's a constituency of people whose expectations come to pass. When you leave your house in the morning with your car, you expect to get to the office. But not everybody gets to the office. There are blessings that come when you pay tithes. There are blessings that come when you honor your father and your mother. There are blessings that come when you forgive. There are many, many blessings, but there's one God has specially reserved for those who build his house. Kadamuka, Magata Katuma, Gandabora, Sitia Makatoba, Makati Makola. As I'm doing this business, my expectation is that the 1,400 cities profit will come. But some will finish and they rather owe 600 Ghana. Indira. <laughs> it's my prayer that your expectations for your life, for your son, for your children, for your wife, for your husband, I pray that by joining to build the house of God, what you also expect will happen. So God told the people of Israel through Haggai the prophet. Haggai chapter 1 verse 5. Are you in church? Uh oh. I should end the message. Oh, it's alright. It's alright. Oh, I saw someone sleeping. I think uh, Mary, Mary please come and Just check if the person sitting by you is sleeping because I'm in a mood. Eh? If I see you even slouch in your chair, I will stop preaching. There's nothing you owe me, and I owe you. No, this one, not those, you know, but this one, I'm very serious. So. Please sit down. Be very careful that what you are looking for in life, you find it. Be very careful. Because there are some of you, your life is over. You have prospered. You are okay. The next thing is your children. Listen to me carefully. 
Life is very complex. There's a power God releases into your life. That blocks the force of unfulfilled expectations. He said, consider your ways. Verse 6. Look at it. Expectations. You have shown much. And you bring in little. Normally when you sow much, you expect much. But you invest $500,000 and then your profit is 6,000 Ghana cities. You eat, but you don't have enough. You are not full. The other person says, you are not full. You drink, but you are not filled with drink. When you drink, you must be filled with drink. You clothe you. You know, can I have another translation? As I end, New Living Translation. You have planted much, but you harvest little. You eat, but you are not satisfied. You drink, but you are still thirsty. You put on clothes, but you cannot keep warm. You see, when you put on clothes, the expectation is that you'll be warm. When you eat, the expectation is that you'll be full. That's what we say, fulfilled expectations. Now, they don't just happen on. Your wages disappear as though you were putting them in pockets filled with holes. And why? Next verse. Consider your ways. Verse 8. Go up to the mountain. The solution to eating and not being full. It's not taking vitamins. The solution to wearing clothes and not being warm is not paracetamol. The solution to drinking water and still being thirsty is not by infusing hormones into your hypothalamic pathways. You may not know that your life is linked to the church. A lot of what is happening in your life is because of what you are doing in the church. Maybe nobody has told you, but today I'm telling you with clarity that a lot of what is happening in your house, in your office, in your life, is is related to what you are doing in the church. He said, go up to the mountain and bring wood. And build the house. And I will take pleasure in it. Build the house. And truly, where you get the wood is from the mountain. 
He said, go up the mountain. It is difficult to bring things into God's house. As we are going out to go and win souls and bring them here, it is an uphill task. The things we need to build a house, you don't get them in the valley. You don't get them on the plain. You go up the mountain. It's up. You walk up. By the time you get the soul, you are tired. Yes! So that your children will finish school. So that your son will finish university. We go up. I looked at the data so far of last week's work. And I saw people who were not bothered. I saw Reverend Kings, his figures. Beautiful. Beautiful. All I'll say is that thank you. That's all. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. And those who have not bothered, I say to you, good luck. I say to you, good luck. The building materials for the church, you don't get them in the valley. You go up. You don't get up behind your house. You don't go to your farm and harvest trees. There are trees everywhere. But the trees for the mountains, you have, for the house of God, you go up. By the time you get one log of wood, you are sweating. Yes, that's for God's house. So that your expectations that when you eat, you'll be full. It will also happen to you. Everybody marries. Get a child. Child is getting a prize. Winning this. Spelling bee. Whatever. Only your son. Is he 12 or 13? He has going to beat the headmistress. <laughs> Only your son is going to beat the headmistress. So you are at the house thinking your son is doing core maths. We call it that the headmistress, one eye has been injured. So he's in, yes. And what happened? Because your head, the headmistress found Indian hemp in his bag. 13 years old. Your son is a doctor. Hello? Is he not a doctor? Yes. It's fulfilled expectations. Your husband has lived his life, spent his life building God's house. I'm not surprised that your son is a doctor and is married and that you are a grandma as well as you. But not every boy who goes to the medical school finishes. Go and ask the medical school. I'm praying for you that what you are expecting in life, eh, for your life, I'm praying. But just on the platform of the house of God you are joining to build, Aduna Katuma Hakata, just on the platform of your sacrifices, of your sweating, of your tiredness, of the pain, of the of the of the of the of of the insects that that chewed you as you were climbing the mountain, just on the platform of of the of the of the effort you are putting to build the house. I pray. When you are expecting the sun to set, may it set. The day you will expect rain, may the rain fall. The day you expect happiness, may it happen. The day you expect something to happen to you, may it happen. I know a mother, a man and a woman, they are in a church somewhere. They bought plane tickets to go to their son's graduation. I think I told this story already. 
The son never told them. They went to the school. He left the school two years ago. The man didn't recover. The man didn't recover. My son, but I, I spoke to him. I called him. Say he's in, a, he's in a library. He said, "No." One of the calls he made the, the, somewhere in, in the Western world. He was in Dubai. He was in Dubai. I tell you, I'm, I'm in the library. I'm in the library. Yes. Because you are a wicked man. You are deceiving the church. You won't get involved. We are building the church. You see, the pastor is a fanatic. Wow. You think life is just here? So today, the boy is not normal. And what is this life? The greatest forces in the world are three. Faith, hope, and love. Oh yes, the greatest is love. But there's something called hope. Hope is what keeps us alive. It's hope for tomorrow. That's why people who have depression, they end their lives. Suicide, it's loss of hope. It's, it's one of the tragedies of life. You may not know, you don't have money. You don't have children. You don't have cars. You don't have houses. But you are asked to sit You don't know that you have hope. Even to hope that one day it will be well with you. Money can buy hope. It's called fulfill, that you are expecting that what you are dreaming about will happen. Not everybody will have it. And when God puts you in the church, he organizes your life such that the well-being of the house of God is a pray for the peace of Jerusalem. For they shall prosper that loves thee. To sit in the church and be aloof. Because you have a better life, not so. You've got a business. You just came from China. Congratulations. About, why don't you take your time to ask around? Don't think you are the first to be around. Cool down. I went to a certain school. I've gone to many schools. One of them, I was a third. I was a third. I mean, the names, I was number three. But really, I was a second. But we were two who were second. And because of O, I fell back to be number three out of 140. It was a course. By the time we were ending, the guy who had number, who was number one, was on drugs up till today. I've seen it all. When I'm preaching there, just sit down and write notes. You see, I speak like a prophet. That's how I speak. Because It's not because I've, I, I, I've seen visions. But I've seen life enough to ask you to join what we are doing in the church because it may be the most sensible thing you ever did with your life. Number four. Number four. A 
an interest in souls is a sure way to have favor. To enjoy divine favor. Favor. A day will come. You will need favor. Favor is a kindness you don't deserve. I was it yesterday somebody told me about a brother in an office. They found out that he had ah, who was it? Some accounting something. Bizarre. Bizarre. The brother himself was surprised that his year's work looked like he had been stealing money from the office. I forget who. Then his supervisor came. He said, have you seen what I've seen on my computer? He said, How did it happen? Why is the money? He said, do you know the meaning? He said, you are from here, you are going to the police station. He said, I, said, I don't know how it happened. But I have not stolen any money. But then prove to us. He shut the door. He went out. He was there. Sweating in an air-conditioned office. Then a senior than the supervisor came with the supervisor and another guy. They entered the office. and said, this is the gentleman. So... He said he should pack his things. Top, top, top. Pack his things. They took him. Somewhere. Another office. In one of, uh, another, another building. When they went, there were some people there. With computers. They sat down with him. And the boss, the, boss, the supervisor's boss said, I have organized this meeting. All these guys are going to help you to put the data together and get the things right because I am convinced you are not a thief I think you have not done what is right the brother is still working today even if he was going to be free he would have had to taste police cells for one week and spend money on a lawyer say favor and as we live, you will need favor. I will need favor. I, 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 I. When I'm driving and I see an ambulance popping, popping, I, I get nervous. I get nervous. I get nervous. The memories are too much for me. What I've seen in life. If God doesn't favor you, I can understand. You are 28 years old. So you don't need favor. But grow a little. As teachers are grooming school pupils to have another sex, you can find a teacher interested in your child to teach, to help, to this. Yes. One of the greatest favor I experienced in my life 
what that was transferred from Mataiko Church to Adenta Church. When the transfer was going on, I was asking myself, has Bishop heard some news about me? Because Adenta Church is not a good church. It's not a church. It's not a church. It's, it's not a good church. The history of that church is not good at that time. Crisis upon crisis. Today, by the grace of God, it's a beautiful, nice church under Bishop Solo Watson. Beautiful church. But at that time, I said, why? Because senior, bigger pastors couldn't survive that church. I went. Say favor. Sometimes, like, like, like Paul said to Timothy, he said, in 1 Timothy 1.12, he said, I thank my God that he has counted me worthy of faithful by putting me in the ministry. That, that, that I am a pastor is one of God's acts of mercy. That transfer from uh, Mataheko, where I had been a pastor for 14 years, to Adenta Church, gave me my daughter. I would never have had it. That girl in my house is a gift. Even I noticed that my relationship with her was, was spoiling. Because every day, homework, beatings. A little girl. I, I just couldn't understand. I couldn't handle it. And I knew that if this thing continued, I may lose my love. And I couldn't stand it. And I don't know how it happened. Maybe she would have even left the house. Because it was not easy between the two of us. I couldn't stand her things. How you can be writing an exam. You are in a classroom writing an exam. And you just you, you put your head down. You are sleeping. In the classroom. Exam time. Then, then, then what will you do when there's normal classes? Then Bishop Dagiwad Mills said and said, Dr. Go, you've been in Mataeko, move to Adenta. If they will kill you, they should kill you. Move. I said, wow. So because of that, I had to change schools. I moved my children from one school in Kolebu. And we got a school, a Catholic school at Tatakwashi uh, uh, area there. That is how I have children in my house. That's how I have children. Say favor. In that school, my daughter met a pair of twins, a set of twins called MFA and Emenyon. I was with them just two weeks ago. They were her bridesmaids when she was having her wedding. God bless them. God bless their parents. My daughter became friends with those two girls and of course some two other girls. It's like day and night. The girl just changed before our eyes. Suddenly, I'm going to tell me if I, 
I'm going to tell you, we are going here. We are studying here. We are going here. The right exam. The girl who used to be 32nd is now 5th, 4th, 3rd, 7th, 5th, 4th. She writes BC. Nice subject. 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, Hey! That's why I say you are 28 years old, so you don't understand it. Everybody you will need. Favor is something you need that you don't deserve. And look at my face carefully. Look at my sweaty face. You will remember me one day. You'll be looking for something. Say, aha. And you know that you don't deserve what you're looking for. But because of Psalm 102, verse 2. Look at it. Hide not thy face for me. Yes, play it, baby. I'm ending. When I'm in trouble. Don't hide your face. The day you are in trouble, this is not the verse I'm looking for. But let's read it. Hide not your face when I'm in trouble. May God's face appear. The day, trouble, I don't know how old you are. Are you above 20 years? You are more than 20. You are more than 20 years. Oh, so have you had trouble before? Trouble in this life. You don't have troubles before. Okay. Keep living your life. Hide not thy face from me. By the way, very soon we are going to start a tree English service here. Yeah. Please go to verse 2 again. Hide not thy face from me in the day when I'm in trouble. Incline your ear to me. In the day when I call, answer me speedily. I said, a day will come. You will kneel down by your bed. And I'm praying because you held me to do Swollen Sunday. When you pray, may God hear you. I said, you held me. You brought a bus load. You brought a taxi load. You brought three people. You carried two buses. I said, the day, uh, in the day of trouble, when you pray, may God incline. That's if his ear was this way. May he turn the ear and hear your prayer. May God 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 hear your prayer. I said, may God hear your prayer. I said, may God hear your prayer. Eli said it to Hannah. That may God answer your prayer. That's why I can also say, Eli was a pastor. He told Hannah that may the Lord answer your prayer. So I'm also saying to you, may the Lord hear your prayer. Amen. May the Lord answer your prayer. Amen. May the Lord do what you are asking for. When you wake up and you are talking to him, may he hear you on the platform of the house you've built. On the platform. God bless you. I know you. God bless you. God bless you. Remember, something will happen to you. 
you see an arrow coming. It's meant for you. But one meter to you, it will disappear. Amen. Professor. The problem will disappear. Jesus. That's nothing to do with you. It's a little girl in your heart. The problem will disappear. Amen. Remember today, I told you. On that day, and it is because I bless you that arrows meant for you Jesus. will not reach you. Amen. It's your blessing of favor. Oh, Jesus. Take it home. May the Lord hear your prayer. Amen. Anybody who helps me to gather 15,000 people ah, here, professor. may the Lord hear your prayer. Amen. I said, Hannah had not given birth for years. And you, you will know that she had been praying. But when Eli pronounced a blessing oh. on her prayers, in nine months, she had a baby. May the Lord hear your prayer. Amen. On the platform of the oh, building of the Jesus. church that you've joined me, when you pray, may God hear Amen. your prayer. Yes. That's why I said, if you join in this Holy Sunday, one of the things you should expect is verse 12. Psalm 102. Verse 12, verse 13. He said, Thou shall arise and have. Take your time and listen. Can I have water to drink? Thou shall arise and have mercy upon Zion. God will have mercy on you. God will have mercy on you. Mercy is something you don't deserve. All these words, they are together. Mercy, favor, they are together. (laughs) For the time to favor her, yea, the set time, Little right and say, This is my time of favor. The time for favor. The time for favor. My time for favor. My time for favor. My time for favor. My time for favor. It has come. It has come. Say, My children will be favored. My children will be favored. I'll be favored in the office. I'll be favored in the office. I'll be favored in the shop. I'll be favored in the shop. I'll be favored in the school. I'll be favored in the school. Say, My time. My time. Has come. Has come. Has come. Oh, yes. Matulaba. I love this message I'm preaching. But I'll tell you, if you will give me two minutes, how do you know that your time for favor has come? If you can sit down, two minutes, mommy. What is the time? How do you know that the time for favor has come? Who wants to know when to know the time for favor? The time for favor is not determined by God. No, 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 no. A lot of things in your life are not determined by God. And one of them is favor in the office. 
God does it. But when does God do it? When? You determine it. Really, Mr. Bishop man. Really. What message are you preaching? Are you preaching heresy? That I determine when I walk in favor? Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. You determine it. Really. So, how do I determine my time of favor? How many of you want your time for your favor to be right now? Let me see your hand. How many of you need favor now? Favor. Favor. That your landlord will forget that you owe rent. I, 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 I. Receive it now. At least by the time she remembers, you would have had money to pay. But right now, dear father, I, I, I remove the memory of my flat in her brain. Receive favor from your landlady. Receive favor from your landlord. Receive favor from your landlady. So when? When does favor come? Sir, you don't look interested. You're very interested? Okay. To know when favor comes? Favor comes when you show favor. So, so you can determine when your favor will come. If you want favor next year, you can have it next year. If you want it now, you can have it now. If you want it in 10 years, you want yours in 5 years time. Also. When? Now? Then favor is a fruit you harvest from a seed called favor. Thou shall arise and have mercy upon Zion. For the time, I'm saying that when you join to build the house of God, by building, you are sowing favor. How? Verse 14. For thy servants take pleasure in her stones and favor the dusts. You favor the dust of the church. God also favors your life. So the, the set time is time you determine. You take pleasure in the stones. What are the stones? The stones, First Peter 2.5. The stones are the human beings. Look at it, First Peter 2.5. They may think I'm lying. You also as lively stones, you, ye is plural, as lively stones. Another translation says living stones. Can I have new living translation? Some translation. And you are living, you, you, you are living stones that God is building. So when you bring a soul, a soul is a stone. And as a member of a church, you must have pleasure in stones. And you favor the dust. That is, you are 
favorable to the dust. What is the dust? Dust is dust. The things you do that bring dust. Walking about sweating, moving in the area. I mean, Fulani alone, if you spend one hour there, there will be dust. <laughs> Fulani. Do you know Fulani? Yeah. As you are walking to New Adenta with your cam flyers, looking for souls, after four hours, see that your shirt, the color is brown. It's brown. Your armpit is brown. Your shoes are brown. You, are, you favor the dust. One sister did outreaches. When she finished, she couldn't find one eyelash. The eyelashes, one had come off. In Ghana, we say one had removed. <laughs> That's Ghana English. One had removed. <laughs> it has removed. Some of you, you always want to present an avant-garde, avant-garde facade. You are, you, are, you, are, you are in the echelons of the upper crust. You come to church with your Gucci handbag and your Dior perfume and your fake and your fake Louis Vuitton belt. And you're just moving around and just moving and so on. But God bless the girls who don't mind getting dirty. I said, who don't mind getting dirty? I'm talking to somebody. I said, who don't mind getting dirty? This week, may ah. you get dirty in the morning, Amen. dirty in the afternoon, Amen. dirty in the evening. Amen. May you be favorable oh, to the dust. Yes. Oh, I'm preaching a message today. Someone should stop me from preaching. All your sweating in life, which of it? Has been because of souls. Which of it? You don't want to even spoil your makeup. I shouldn't preach. Because you are here. Then you came to the wrong church. You came to the wrong church. And some of you, you must sweat for the makeup to spoil because that is on your face. It is, it is, it is repelling beloveds and business partners. We must take pleasure. This week, tomorrow morning, I want to see pictures of you on the grand sign page. You. Are you on the page? Grand sign. Oh, you are new. You are not new. Then you are a foolish boy. You have brought communion. Is it your, your communion or his communion? Your communion. Ask your neighbor, are we seeing your picture tomorrow morning? I don't. We are doing outreach. Ask her. Ask her! Ask him. Are, are you asking him or you are exhorting him? Are you on the grand sign page? 
those who take pleasure in the stone. The stones. We are the stones. And this church service is an uncompleted house. No lintel, no gable, no roof, no beams, no trusses, nothing. Because the people who will make the gable are not around. That's why when you join in the building of the church, favor. Look at it again. Verse 13. Thou shall arise and have mercy upon Zion. For the time to favor her, yea, the set time is come. And I told you, when does the time come? What is the time? What determines your time of favor? When you, you determine it. And how do you determine it? When you show, take pleasure in the stones and you favor the dust. That is, you are favorable. You are favorable. You are not, you are not allergic. I'm dirty. It's fine. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. When I finish, I'm going to beg. I don't mind. The dust is the uncomely part of building the church. Call your fingernails, five of them, because you are building, one fingernail will break. Then you look like a leper. How can you have four fingernails? One is broken. Then you have to go to the saloon again. When you build the church, they are are not so nice parts. If I want to look nice to you, I won't preach the way I'm preaching. There's a way I can preach. No, no sweating. I'll come in my three-piece suit. And when I'm introduced, I'll just come like this. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Next Sunday is Swollen Sunday. And I want you to get involved. It's very important that you join. So today, I'm teaching points number one. Points number one. Points number one. The privilege to join in the effort to build the church is your deliverance from hurt, harm, and evil. Let's all join. Because when you join, You are delivering yourself from what? Hurt and harm. Number two. Every member has a part. And I'm looking together. But my dear friend. I don't need to look handsome before you. I said, I don't look to look, I don't need to look handsome before you. Yes. You have, you have no contribution to make in my life because of handsomeness. Where I must be handsome, I take it there. Yeah, baby, yes. When I stand in front of my wife, but before you, I'm coming to you just as I am. And I'm saying to you, wake up!
Say the dust. Say the dust. Some of you want to do ministry still looking together and restrained and polished. To serve God, you don't look polished. You see that in, in, in intending to please and to look nice and to look beautiful, you are rather looking like a witch. But those who don't have any intention of pleasing nobody, they come plain facedness with plain facedness. Oh, I'm preaching a beautiful message. We are here today. Redemption can go and rent a hall somewhere. I said we are where? We are here today. Yeah, bread, yeah, bread. I mean redemption, redemption, redemption. Hey! If you will serve God well, you will sweat. You will not look nice. You will smile. You will look sweaty. You will feel some way. But you watch it. You are the one going to get the beloved. Because it's not by might. Not by power. The first day I saw my wife. 40 years ago. She was wearing a scarf. But it worked. Her mother's scarf. Today she's a grandmother. Nonsense. You have permed your hair. You have roasted some. You have cut part. You have permed part. You have woven the front. The hair is something in front of your face. Still no husband at your age. Tell the nurse, get busy. Say sweat for Jesus. He removed the sweat of looking for a beloved from you. Can you clap your hand before I do the final point? When you do nothing in church, you dress anyhow. Dress anyhow. I saw, I just saw somebody, the, 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 the eyelashes, I don't know whether it has, it has been tattooed or they have used a deluxe paint. I mean, nonsense dressing. But the girls who are bashing, who are building, just minimal, minimal arrangements. Goodness gracious Lord. What's point number one? Read your notes. Number one is what? I can't hear you. Let's read it on the screen. One go. Yes, it's any effort. The privilege to join in any effort to build a church is your deliverance from hurts, harm, and evils. Zamagas. You stand there. 
and call us fools. You'll be dead now. A lion will come and eat you up. Something is looking for you. But may they not find you. May it not find you. Number two. One goal. Of building the church. The overall effort of building the church. Every member, every joint. When you withhold your part, when you don't bring your bus next week, you are costing us something. And you pay for it. Number three. One goal. You get to enjoy the blessing of fulfilled expectations which God has pronounced on those who bring souls to build this house. Life needs hope and hope comes from expectations. When your expectations are dashed, your heart breaks and you enter into depression and you can end your life. So there's a blessing. May the things you are expecting Next two years, may they happen. Amen. And what you make happen for God, God will make happen Amen. for you. Number four. An interest One goal. An interest in souls is a sure way. An interest in souls. You take pleasure in the stones. You favor the dust. That you walk through Zongo Lane looking for souls, and you are dusty and tired. All your all your edges have become mania. Your edges, your edges have become mania. You sweated out your edges. The baby hair, foolish girl. Any of these girls with intact edges is that they are not correct. Intact edges. Not correct. I can't find it this time. Number four. One goal. An interest in souls is a sure way to enjoy divine. And finally, number five, before I hand over to your pastor. You must join in the swollen Sunday in gathering because it will prove that you are not ashamed of Jesus Christ. You must join. What's your name, baby? Annette. Honesty. Hey. Do we have honesty? And you have honesty. Are they related? You must what? You must join in the swollen Sunday 
in gathering efforts because it will prove that you are not what? Ashamed. Very big. There are some things you must not be caught doing as a student. We catch you in town without exit. We catch you in town wearing a colored shirt. Colored shirt. Student. <laughs> I know some girls, they always run away to nightclubs. They are sitting in church like cat kisses. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. I said, there are some things you don't want to be caught doing. One of the things a Christian must never be caught doing is being ashamed of Jesus. Once God sees that you are ashamed of him, he will also be ashamed of you. Mark 8, 38. Look at it. Mark 8. 38. Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation of him also shall the son of man be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his father with the holy angels. My dear friend where did I get this point from? What point? What is the point? What's the point? Listen to me carefully. Soul winning cannot be done if you are somebody who gets ashamed. Soul winning is not for those who are sensitive to their pride. I'm I'm, I'm ending in two minutes. This, This last point is just one sentence. You see, you've not heard this before. So that's what I'm telling you. If Jesus catches you being ashamed of him, in, in the presence of wicked classmates you are ashamed to say that you are born again you are ashamed to invite someone to Jesus when he catches you it's over for you it's over for you look this swollen Sunday see, the work of God, church building, is done through begging. I must tell you this. Let me sit down. There is nothing like doing God's work without begging. Anybody you hear talking in a certain prideful way 
it's not helping you. I've never begged for anything. We don't beg for this. Then, then you have met a pastor who is bigger than Jesus. I don't know how to preach this message. In your personal life, your own life, family paying your children's school fees, your rent, your wife, you don't beg. You don't beg. You shouldn't be begging. You shouldn't beg. People should come and beg from you. David said, I've been young. I've been young. But now I am old. I have never seen the righteous man begging for bread. I've never seen the righteous begging. But to build the church the kingdom of God, there is begging. <laughs> There's begging. Now, now, soul winning, by the very nature of winning a soul, I've met Sister Irama, and I want to talk to her about Jesus. To even get to talk to her, I must beg for her time. Oh, I'm preaching the message. I mean, that she will stop. I like, don't. How many of you uh, approach people and when you were talking to them, they said, I'm going, I don't have time for you. Did did anyone experience it this week? Yes, that's it. I mean, Harry. What is it that will bring you out of your house? To be begging people who could be house hells in your house. Only Jesus. Only Jesus. Listen to me. I'm talking to you. I'm saying that from here, you are going to hear pastors who say that they have never begged for the church work. Don't listen to them. They don't represent Jesus. They don't represent Jesus. Rather, if there's an area you must not beg, it should be your personal life. You beg for this, you beg for this, you beg for this. Some of you, what you are wearing now to, to, to be in dance, you have to beg for it. It's like everything you beg for shoes, for scarf, for wig, for bracelet, begging. But apart from that, look, soul winning. Let's start from soul winning. Jesus' soul winning. The woman he met at the well. If he had not begged for water, he would have lost the woman. Oh, I'm preaching. He said, give me water to drink. The Shunammite woman could never have been ministered to miraculously if the prophet had not begged for a cake. Make a cake for me first. 
I'm preaching. You want to serve God? You want to build a branch? You want to build a church for God? And you don't want to beg? Then you are proud. And your your pride will bring you down. Jesus, he asked the woman, he could have gone with his own vortex water. When you are serving God, there is a place the donkey Jesus sat on. He said, go. You'll find an ass standing there and a coat tied by it. Lose them. And if anybody tells you, why are you losing the ass? Tell them that my master has need of the ass. This Sunday, we are not going to pay for even one bus at its full price. We are going to negotiate with drivers and say that, look, my master has need of your bus. Release it for two hours. That's a blessing for you. And to foresee, the master has need of your 400 chairs. Give it to Jesus to use. If we break one, we'll pay for it. But release your chairs and let's use it for soul winning. And watch how your children will turn out. The upper room where they sat to eat communion. The room. Jesus said, go and tell the master you meet a man with a picture. A man with a picture. Tell him that the master has need of his guest chamber. That's how they got the room. They didn't rent the room. Why do we beg? Why do we beg for God? We beg for God so that we don't beg in our own lives. I'm excited to announce you that I don't beg people for money. I'm okay. You will never, you, you, this woman, you will never know when I need money in 200 years. If you are waiting for me to be broke before you give me five Ghana cities, then you will wait forever. You will never know that I need money. never know. A Christian, I pray for you that you will never beg anybody for school fees or for shoes to wear or for a shirt to wear. I pray. It's my prayer. It's my prayer that you won't send a text can you give me money? My rent is due. Can I have some 200 Ghana to top up? It's my prayer for you that you will never beg. And one way not to beg is to learn how to beg for God. to beg for God. You want your hair to be intact. Your makeup to be intact. You want to appear. I know pastors who prefer to use their own money than to beg.
then how much can you use? D. L. Moody said, I prefer to let 10 men do their work than to do the work of 10 men. We don't come into ministry. God bless you that you have money. You are a millionaire, pastor. But in the ministry, the, the temple, I've not read your Bible. They took money. They will put the money out. Everybody, come and drop. Bring the money. A time came, they had worked, but the people hadn't been paid. They organized money again. Everybody bring money. There's nothing like doing kingdom work without begging people for money. That's how the nature of the work is. We are going to have a big conference. I can ask you for your car. We are getting guests. Bring your avocado. You bring your Lamborghini. You bring your Mercedes Benz. You bring your tilapia. Everybody, we are for guests. I mean, there's a, in the church, we ask people for their things. Not for the pastor to get your DSTV to watch it in his house. This week, we are going out to beg people. We are going to beg for chairs. I said, we are going to beg for chairs. We are going to beg for canopies. We are going to beg for souls. We are going to beg for people's time. You are, going to, you are going to beg for television screens. You are going to beg people to release their sound. Said the master. And when God catches you, that you are ashamed to beg for him. Say, hey, Opo man, really, you are dignified, you see. I pray for you this year, this week. Your Kenyan pride. Your what? Kenyan pride, throw it somewhere. Your Ewe pride, throw it somewhere. Your Ashanti Royal Menshia Palace pride, throw it somewhere. Your Frafra pride. Ah! I want to receive a text message that. I've contacted a lady who rents chairs and she says she's given us 500 chairs for free. She will pick them up at 2 o'clock. If we break some, then we pay. I'm waiting for you. Put your pride away and beg for an ass and beg for a coat and beg for a room and beg for a cake and beg for God. There's begging. There's begging. I said that so winning in its, in its essence, itself, is a begging of somebody for his time. This week. I know you are proud. Many of you have never begged anybody before. Sir, when was the last time you begged somebody? Have you begged anybody for money? For your children's school fees? Uh, you begged your wife for money. Your mouth. <laughs> but this week, I'm waiting for a text from you that you have gone to beg somebody for 1,000 chairs. Don't go and pay. Don't go and pay. If I need to pay for 1,000 chairs, I will inform you. 
use your face and beg somebody for canopies. I'm talking to you. I'm waiting for a text from you that you went to beg for somebody's canopies. So that is what you make happen for God. Once God sees that you are begging for him, then he also intervenes and begs God for you. That's what he told Peter. He said, Satan wants to destroy your home. But I have what? Pray. That is, I have begged God for you. Sir, in your suit and tie, I'm waiting for a text. I'll be checking Monday, Tuesday, that you have gone to talk to somebody. She says she's giving us 300 riches. Go to a trotro station and kneel down and beg a driver that the church needs a bus to move people from uh, 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 Sasabi to Oibi. I said, go and beg. And the man will say that, I can't, I can't give you because of the petrol. It's expensive. Say, I will buy petrol, but I beg you, give this bus for free. I just saw somebody at the police station begging policemen. I just saw somebody. Yes. That that is what you are supposed to be doing in two years' time. But if you beg for God's things, you will not beg at the police station. Today, I pray that once we close the service, outreach starts today. On it. By the time you are sleeping tonight, you should have mobilized at least five people for church next Sunday. Then tomorrow, Monday, we start on it. On it. Dawn. Evening. Dawn. Evening. Dawn. Evening. Dawn. Evening. Dawn. Evening. On Sunday, give yourself the pride of bringing 10 buses to church. No Kasuna Mahata. Give yourself the privilege of bringing four buses. Can you clap your hands? Of bringing 12 people, six people, half bus. Do it for Jesus. He has done so much for you. See how you are clapping. That you can clap. It's a miracle. Not everybody can clap. Matakoha. Amikatola Baha. Oh, no, son. Oh, stop the preaching. We are thinking of our, of our lives. What is this? All right. God bless you. Put the point up. Put the point up. All the five. Why does it take so long? All the five. Because the real person, see, the person doing this work is the wrong person. You can tell, no, I'm not insulting anybody. I mean, he is the wrong person because the real guy who must do this hasn't entered the church. Is this swollen Sunday that he will join the church and start deploying his typing skills, search skills for the church? That's how it is. And that boy will come through someone here. So you see, the church is made perfect when everybody supplies. 
Number one, five reasons why I must join in the Swollen Sunday in gathering efforts. Swollen Sunday in gathering efforts. Number one, the privilege to join. Stand to your feet, everyone. Number one, one goal. Let's all read. One goal. I I can't hear you. I can't hear you. One goal. Okay. You can't read from the back, eh? Can you read from the back? Can you read from the back? Okay. Okay. Then give it to us one by one. One by one. It will also take us five minutes. Father, send us the right person to do this work for us. Yes. Thank you. We are sorry that we have brought goods to back. Eh, eh, eh. Please let's read. It's going to come tomorrow. One go. Yeah, it's my deliverance. Say mine. Personalize it. First person. One go. It's mine. Beautiful. Number two. Beautiful. Number three. Yes. When you eat, you'll be full. When you marry, you'll be happy. When you give birth to a son, you have the happiness of seeing your son win a scholarship to study in America. Your son will not bring you troubles. Number four. Yes. You favor God's dust, he will also favor you. Number five. Yeah, one go. Say, I must join. One go. Clap your hands. Lift your hands. I want you to pray as we close. Fast. You are closing fast. Lift your hands and pray. Lift your hands and pray. Ah, please. Put your hand down. Announcement. Honey, please pause. This one is breaking news. Anybody from the man in blue to the man in the t-shirt, anybody who will leave a soul or a bus behind next week because you did not have money to pay for the bus. You have crossed the line. You have crossed the line. If you cannot raise money, 
negotiate with all your energy. Fill the bus. Buses. And you bring them here. I'm going to put a girl there with money. She'll pay for the bus. You go to a school. 300 students. And then you bring only 12 times 3. 36. 36 people on three buses. Because that's what you can afford. And you leave the 267 students. 60 whatever students. Because you don't have money. You've crossed the line. You have yourself to blame. If there are 30 buses from the school, bring them. If you don't want to spend on God, I will spend. I will use my ugly face. It's ugly anyway. It's ugly anyway. I will use it to find money. If you will not, you will want to preserve your Ashanti pride. I'm not from Asia. I'm not a royal. Keep your royalty. Say, if you are a royal, then let's go and beg. <laughs> if you will not use your face to beg, I said that you gather, inform the, we must have a, a number that people will call. Will call. When they want to make inquiries. Um, which number, Bishop Kobe? Is Ethel here in the church? Somebody is going to, this is the testimony line. And it's about the easiest number we can find. So please put it up. And everybody, you want to make an inquiry, you want to call, you want to check on something, you want to ask a question about this, because it's a major event. And you may want to make an inquiry or whatever. I mean, what is, what is so difficult? I mean, why? Please, the number is down there. And please, we are not in Amsterdam or Belgium. You don't write a number like this. It shows a lack of intelligence. The person who wrote a number... Plus two, three, three. In, we are here in Ghana, and Ghana number we are. Yes, have it like that for those. But locally, right? Oh, oh, five, nine. What is that? It shows a mind which is not developed. But for now, I'll write it. 059-879-8915. I repeat. Don't write any plus two, three, three, anything. It's 059-879-8915. If you want to ask any question, call this number. 
you are bringing a bus, you don't know the area, you want to ask a question, how much can you charge the, just call this number. Lift your two hands. And ask the Lord to use you. Use me, Lord. As the Lord to use you. Yes, As the Lord to use you. Use me, Lord. This week, we are putting away our Ashanti pride. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Pray, lift your hands and pray. We are praying. Nobody leaves a soul behind. You leave a soul behind, then you are leaving something of yours behind. Use me, Lord. Lipa and devosha, leke de dosha praka, lipe de sodima, leke mantaba, leke de dosha ba, prendimona, revenimona, sheke de ba, yipa kasho tevedosa, kataba. Oh God, use Pray. me, use me, use me, Lift up your hands and pray. Pray that you will join the ranks of those who build the house of God? Rama, Sata, Pray. Oh, yes. Finally, with every head bowed and every eye closed, I want to invite somebody today to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and your personal Savior. The Bible says that it's appointed unto every man just once. You have just one chance, one chance with death. And after that, you face judgment. Today I want to ask somebody who is here. You know that Jesus Christ is not the Lord and the master of your life. If you were to stand in judgment today, you know, you know that you'll be found wanting. You are here, you want to say, Pastor, I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and my personal Savior. If you are here like that, I want you to lift up your right hand high above your head. Lift it up clearly. Pastor, I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. Maybe somebody brought you to church. Maybe you've been in the church for a while. It doesn't matter. But you know that if you were to die today, you are not certain where you are heading. If you are here like that, I want you to lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. And you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and your personal Savior. My sister, I see your hand. My brother, I see your hand. God bless you. I see your hand at the back. Pastor, I want to be born again. I want to be born again. I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. If you've lifted up your hand, I want you to just come to me. I want to pray with you here in front, right here. Come to me. Come to me. God bless you. 
come to me. Come to me. Clap your hands for them as they come. God bless you. Here, in front. God bless you. Just stand here for me. Keep clapping for them. They are still coming. Keep clapping. Jesus is calling you to come. Those of you in front here, I want you to lift up your two hands, close your eyes, the entire congregation join me. Say this prayer after me. Say, Dear Father, Dear Father, I have come to you today. I have come to you today. Just as I am. Just as I am. I know. I know that I am a sinner. That I'm a sinner. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. For my sins. For my sins. And please wash me. And please wash me. With the blood. With the blood. Of your son Jesus of Christ. Of your son Jesus Christ. When I die. When I die. I want to come and be with you. I want to come and be with you. From today. From today. I will serve Satan no more. I will serve Satan no more. I will follow Satan no more. I will follow Satan no more. From today. From today. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. And I will obey him alone. And I will obey him alone. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For saving me. For saving me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Now listen. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go with our pastors over there. Look, look to this side where I'm pointing. See our two pastors. Go with them. They have something very important that they need to tell you for just a few minutes and then you'll be able to come back with their service. All right. So please go with them. Clap your hands with them for them as they go. God bless you. Let's take our communion. After the communion, I'll do another altar call for another special group of people. Or maybe I'll do that at the end of the service. Take your bread. Today's communion is for power and ability to gather into the house of the Lord. We need power and ability to go up the mountain and bring the wood into the house of God. This communion is for power together. Power together. Power together. Power together. Power together. Lift up your bread. Say, this is the body of Jesus Christ. This is the body of Jesus Christ. Say, as I eat it, as I eat it, I receive power. I receive power. I receive ability. I receive ability. To win souls for the Lord. Souls for the Lord. To gather into the house of God. Gather into the house of the Lord. The body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Eat it. Can you see the blood? Yeah. I will pass over you. Now lift up your cup. Say, this is the blood of Jesus Christ. This is the blood of Jesus Christ. Say, as I drink this blood, as I drink this blood, I receive the life of Christ. I receive the life of Christ. I receive the power of Christ. I receive the power of Christ. I receive the abilities of Christ. Say, as I drink this blood, as I drink this blood, I receive power to gather. I receive power to gather. I receive power to win souls. Into the house of God. The house of God. The blood of Jesus Christ. Drink it. Lift up your two hands. 
And now I declare that you receive power. You are receiving power to win souls for the Lord. You are receiving power to gather. You are receiving power to negotiate for things to be used in the house of God this coming Sunday. Oh, yes. Yes. Receive power as you go out and you reach out to people. I receive. May there be a power in your words that will bring people. Amen. May people not be able to say no to you this week. Amen. Yes. May people not be able to refuse you this week. Amen. May people not be able to turn you down this week. Amen. Because of the power that you carry because of this communion. And now, I pray for any sickness in your body. I cast sickness in your body in the name of Jesus. I speak to pain. I speak to nervous conditions. I speak to mental conditions. I speak to cardiac conditions. I speak to joints that are painful. Joints that are limited in mobility. I speak to muscular pain. I speak to backache. There's somebody have a back pain. The left side of your lower back. I command that pain to be gone now in the name of Jesus. Be gone. I speak to pain in your joints. Somebody, you have pain in the fingers, in your joints. I speak to it now in the name of Jesus. And I command it to be gone. Be set free from sickness. Be set free from disease. Somebody's going to take a test this week and something that the doctor was preparing to treat, it will be gone. Receive healing in the name of Jesus. I said receive healing in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus that you have just drunk, it brings you healing. Receive healing. May the son of righteousness rise up on you with healing in his wings. Father, we thank you for power, for ability, and for healing. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. You may be seated. We trust that you have been mightily blessed and affected by the word of God preached by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Do join one of our lovely services from the Mackinac Cathedral near Valley View University, OUB, Accra, this and every weekend at 7.30 p.m. on Saturdays, as well as 7.30 a.m. and 12 noon on Sundays. Connect with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ago on Facebook Live, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.